0: times about poldark created by us i'm michelle i live in the states you can find me on tumblr occasionally at poldark muses and i tweet
1: at musings and i'm rita i live in england i tumblr again occasionally <laughs> at princess of poldark and i tweet at rita Bikes. and welcome back to another quarantine minisode. we're here every week during the coronavirus Crisis with a new mini size podcast to listen to about something we watched that week. This week we watched the 2015 adaptation of Far From the Madding Crowd. But as always, before we talk about the movie, let's learn more about it in our Wikipedia corner.
0: Yes! Far From the Madding Crowd, which I always used to say maddening crowd, and then, you know, I had to slap myself in the head. He's like, no.
1: Everybody does. Madden. That.
0: Yes. Uh, It's the 2015 British romantic drama film directed by Thomas Vinterberg. The movie deals with love, honor, and betrayal against the backdrop of the seemingly idyllic but often harsh realities of a farming community in Victorian England. It stars Carey Mulligan as Bathsheba Everdeen.
1: what a name! (laughs) (laughs) I like that the film starts off with, like, what a fucking name. (laughs)
0: I know, right? Oh, gosh. Um, Matthias Schoenartz as her faithful shepherd, Gabriel Oak. Cue the size.
2: Uh,
0: Michael Sheen as her lonely neighbor, William Boldwood. And Tom Sturridge as the thriftless soldier, Sergeant Troy.
1: So, this adaptation screenplay was written by David Nichols, who is himself a very accomplished writer. Uh, He has previously worked on a number of popular shows and movies, most notably a script of his own book, One Day. You might have seen it, starring Anne Hathaway. She has ridiculous hair. (laughs) Uh, But he has previous period drama experience as well. He adapted Tess of the D'Urbervilles. Oh, wow. Another Thomas Hardy classic for the BBC, and it aired in 2008 and starred Gemma Arterton.
0: Published in 1874, Far From the Madding Crowd was Thomas Hardy's fourth novel and his first major literary success. It originally appeared anonymously as a monthly serial in Cornhill Magazine, where it gained a wide readership. It has been adapted four times, five if you include Tamara Drew's, a clueless like adaptation where the story is modernized again starring Gemma atterton
1: have you seen that
0: no i haven't i
1: saw it in the cinema it was so good very very funny oh wow funny oh god
0: (laughs) this is just it's so tragic there's a scene
1: where Gemma atterton climbs over a a country fence in some short shorts Uh And I was like, I may be turning slightly gay for her right now. Uh, she is <laughs> amazing. Like everything is in slow mo. The sun is shining. All of the men are like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
0: gosh! Oh my gosh! I wonder if it's available. Hmm. I'll have to look. I'll have to look for it and see if I can find it.
1: See if you can spot like the parallels between that and the movie we just watched.
0: Okay. I will do a search and let you know what I find. Uh, huh, huh, huh. So, um, question, have you read the novel? I, we've already talked about perhaps seeing other adaptations. Um, have you read the novel or seen any other adaptations than the one you just mentioned?
1: I read the novel, but it was like so long ago that uh, it was for school, so... <laughs> that was quite a long time ago now um i do like vaguely remember quite enjoying it in general i quite like thomas hardy books because mm-hmm. um they bring the incredible amounts of overwrought drama um <laughs> this <laughs> film adaptation actually tones down the intensity of the plot twists um seriously and, yes and it's still crazy dramatic uh, it appeals to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I, I haven't seen any of the other movies of this. I guess, I guess, apart from Tomorrow, Drew. Mm-hmm. you?
0: No, no, I haven't read the book or seen any other adaptations. American. Uh, we didn't study. I, I really didn't study. Um, not uh, British um, period dramas in school.
1: I mean, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we did because well, not only did I haven't degree in English um, but it's like very focused on English um, obviously Mm -hmm. (laughs) on English works rather than Mm -hmm. they actually got rid of all of the American component of um, like usually there would be a 20th century part of the curriculum that would cover some like American authors Mm -hmm. but they like removed that (laughs) so (sighs) fair is fair if you haven't um i don't think people outside of england are that familiar with hardy's work but i would compare him sort of to like um he's a naturalistic sort of victorian author so his his counterpart would be for me charles dickens but instead of writing about like poverty and london and street urchins and oliver twist wants more food (laughs) you get um Sort of like countryside, rural atmosphere, lots of ladies running around with lots of different men. <laughs> and I really quite enjoy it. You know, it's uh, the drama. It's the drama. Drama. Gotta love the drama. Oh, yes. So what did you think overall of this movie? Have oh, you seen this before? Yes. I can't remember. Yes. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. When did you see it? When it, it came out? Yeah, yeah. I saw it when it came out. Um and absolutely fell in love with it. Uh I thought it was It's so freaking beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, oh god, you y- can't get better. Oh, yes it can.
1: Golden sunshine fields.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, and Shepherd.
2: <laughs> Oof.
0: Yeah. Talk about, talk about lovely leading men in British period dramas. He's, he's in my, he's in my top five, I think.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't have a top five. Oh. I would have to think about this. <laughs> yeah. But he would be, yeah. Yeah. He's one of the, I think like, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about you? What did you think? Um, I think it's it. This is one of the better period dramas of recent years. Um, yeah. I think like it, this really works because like the central relationship is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. it's really rare in these types of movies to see a couple with similar interests and like a, a lifestyle get together, and mm-hmm. you actually end the movie pretty convinced that they're going to have like a solid relationship. You're like, yeah, this this is gonna work. Yeah. Um so for me like the entire film just hinges on the fact that they're really great and I like watching them together and everything's beautiful and the music's great. And, mm-hmm. Um I this time I was watching it and Puppy Gigi, she was watching it with me. She really liked it as well. She loved all the sheep herding scenes, so you know, dog approved. <laughs> Her little ears went straight up and she was like, "Oh my god. <laughs> sheep."
0: <laughs> oh god um so um any your favorite characters and we've kind of touched on i think the two that we liked the most
1: <laughs> obviously uh gabriel you know is yes where it's at oh my god what a man
0: gabriel is fire
1: <laughs> what, what a man yeah i think like as i was watching it because obviously the like i had seen it when it came out watching it the second time around Mm -hmm. i wasn't so swept up in how hot he was because like i had seen that before (laughs) i was able to think about it and i think this movie sort of rests on his broody silent shoulders uh,
2: because
1: (laughs) i think without him like the whole romance wouldn't work you have yeah. to have a male lead who is able to be, like, largely in the background and silent for, like, the whole middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. But he, you still, like, end up kind of drawn to and watching, and he's just, like, he doesn't say anything, but it's still charismatic. Yeah. Like, it's just, you're like... He oozes
0: charisma. He oozes charisma during this film. Yeah. I mean,
1: and he doesn't even have to take his shirt off. <laughs> no!
0: No, he
1: doesn't! I mean, the
0: closest we got to that was seeing him kind of washing the sheep, but you know, yeah, you know, Ooh. we had did have a wet shirt moment, but um,
1: <laughs> when when he was like in the thunder, he his shirt got really wet. Yes, he did a lot of scything, but it was fully clothed. He was he was fully of- clothed. Yes, it's it's cold out there. You don't want to be shirtless.
0: And I mean, no, no, no offense to uh, Mr. Turner. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: um <laughs> we, we, but, can't, we um, can't be doing that on this show people <laughs> yeah that
0: would be bad um uh i think uh
1: matthias's technique was better oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> he better. actually looked like somebody had taught him and he retained that information rather than just doing whatever the fuck he wanted aiden making
0: it look <laughs> much more dramatic
1: yes Though he black, was black, doing black. it, he was like, I am angry scything because there's another yes, man going you know, along.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyhow, um yeah. Um he and Kerry Mulligan who honestly, I... I could watch her in anything.
1: Well, this is our third Kerry Mulligan <laughs> Oh my gosh. You're right. Wow. She's wow. like I thought Kira Knightley, who is the queen of period dramas uh-huh. would be our most watched, but it's Carrie's just sneaking in there. Oh
0: yeah. Oh yeah now she is she's so good she's just brilliant in this, and um you know you see her go through all of this film, the decisions that she makes, and um you know how she's trying to navigate uh the world being a woman who owns a a pretty
1: substantial farm um she looked rich as hell to me. I oh, love like how she well, she downplays it, but I'm like, oh, look at that house. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> um, I don't know whether or not the house got uh, very much work done on it. Because um, I think I remember her saying that in the film that it, it was in a bit of disrepair. But it looked pretty
1: freaking stable to me. I mean, compared to where she was living before, crazy. hmm Oh, yeah. Um,
0: Let's see. How about Michael Sheen?
1: Oh, he was incredible. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just, every time he's in a scene, I feel both incredibly uncomfortable because he's clearly unstable, but also really sorry <laughs> for him. It's like this yeah. weird mixture of like, oh, I feel bad for him, but I also don't want him to be on screen because he makes me feel things i oh he was so depressed <laughs> yeah i was, was like yeah there are other women in the world man if you <laughs> desperately need a wife just marry a servant a la ross like just <laughs> what are you doing
0: oh he was still thinking about you know um okay our Properties uh, abut one another, you know. We can combine it, you <laughs> Sorry, know, with me you know, which... of
1: pride and prejudice. Where he goes, Abuts her estate. <laughs> yes, Mr. <Okay>. Collins.
0: <laughs> Mr. Collins. <laughs> oh my God, I'm crying. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, he's still thinking about, okay, well, we can combine the estates and, you know, grow land and, you know, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, dude you 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 need you need to see a therapist
1: i know i'm just like <laughs> <saying. laughs> you need to see a therapist bad he just reeks of like depression doesn't he it's just oh yeah oh han oh yeah
0: <laughs> oh yeah and uh you know he is you know so very excited about uh uh you know the christmas party and you know she'll give her answer and you know he's got all these things planned and you know. I just, gotta, 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 gotta.
1: I find and... his relationship with um, Gabriel to be quite weird, though, when he's like, Oh, I've noticed how you two like mm-hmm. each other. And I'm like, Then why are you getting in the middle? Like, when you know she has no affection <laughs> for you. And, like, trying to get Gabriel on your side and to, like, use him to get to her. It's just like, I don't think he's yeah. doing it intentionally to be manipulative. I just think he's making some wildly irrational choices it makes me so uncomfortable yeah. you know <sighs> <sighs> oh yeah. my gosh
0: and okay we can't uh forget um tom the sturridge. lovely tom sturridge
1: or tom stew if you were a twilight fan um, <laughs> oh god was he in that no but he was best friend, friends with uh, Robert Pattinson so they were called R. Pats oh. and Tom Stu. and uh, I hate oh. that I know that but yeah, <laughs> I was a teenager when that came out in my defence um,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah. his
1: moustache is appalling what a handsome mm. man ruined by that facial oh. hair
0: oh god oh god Oh, and talk I talk about unhinged.
1: Uh, I don't really get why Batchabelle would be all over him compared, like, Gabriel's right there. No facial yeah. hair. Looking really hot. Not unhinged. Um,
0: but he's a shepherd and she's the lady.
1: Yeah, that's what makes it hotter. It's forbidden.
0: <laughs> I, well, but, well, yeah, of course. You know, we're all cheering for it because, yow. Um But I, I don't know um tom sturridge he played the character really well i mean his performance was terrific but uh like a creepy soul
1: really difficult role i think because he's got to play the line between like a complete dick to his wife but also like yeah when he bumped into fanny again at that fair you could mm-hmm. tell there was like, oh, he used to be a nice person. <laughs> like, it yeah. just came oh, out yeah. in his eyes. You could tell he was like desperately in love with her. Um, mm-hmm. But he's still such mm-hmm. a prick. Such a prick. Oh, God. It's like, oh, God. <sighs> R.I.P., I guess. You got yourself killed. Also, who, pr- who goes out and swims by themselves? What a prick? Someone who's trying to kill himself, but clearly. I think in the book he disappears for like seven years as well. Like in in what? Yeah, he disappears. This is what I'm talking about. The book is way more crazy. And Fanny was her was um, Bachelors ex ladies maid or something who just randomly vanishes and everybody go- gossips about her go running off with a soldier and like she never sees her again into until- and then she meets what's his name his name frank his name is frank then she meets frank marries him and then realizes that he was the one who ran off with her lady's maid and it's all like oh, it, it, it's it's mm-hmm. way more crazy yeah yeah
0: i mean what a tragic what a what a uh, tragic um situation
1: yeah. For Fanny. Oh, I feel so bad um, for
0: Fanny. You know, it, oh, God. Um. And, you know, so, you know, like seven years, <laughs> you know, they play up the fact that she's pregnant with his child. So it's like, okay, they sped that up. <laughs> oh, man.
1: Well, no, she was pregnant with his child. Um. Oh, wait, this is confusing. So she that happened before. And then he tries to jump in the water and drown himself. And then it's seven mm-hmm. years before he comes back. Okay. So in, in the movie, I think in the movie it's like between summer and Christmas that he's vanished and she thinks he's dead. Yeah. And in this and in the book it's seven years. So she's like gone Holy on shit. with her life and she's considering marrying um Sheen and then he yeah. shows up and then he's like I think they have a jewel. Yeah, there's a jewel. <laughs> oh. This is what I'm talking about—crazy, crazy drama. I think, like, nice. when I watch this movie, I'm like, this seems more realistic. <laughs> Nobody has a jewel; they just <laughs> shoot him straight away.
0: They just shoot him—shoot him straight away. Um, did Fanny die and wind up uh, Beth Shippa's house? Yeah,
1: so she still dies in the workhouse, and then um, they need somewhere to put the body overnight, and so she accepts her in. And there are at that point there are rumors that she was pregnant. So she goes and checks the coffin, see that there sees that there's a baby in the coffin, and like realizes that her husband impregnated her servant. Ooh, what a prick! Hmm. But
0: how does that
1: work if he's gone for seven years? That's the seven years oh, afterwards.
2: Der.
0: Okay, seven years. Okay, thank you. Okay, all right. I'm with so, you. like. Holy I crap.
1: think his relationship <laughs> with Natasha was just like a total rebound. He got stood up so then like a few weeks later he runs mm-hmm. off with this crazy lady. Um what, yeah. what I find really weird is all of the um all of the sword shit he does.
0: Yeah, the sword sh- the sword shit in the woods was just like um you're Fucking crazy,
1: man. I know he's crazy, but Um, she's (laughs) fucking crazy as well because she's turned on by it. Exactly.
0: Because she's like, oh.
1: You know, I get it in the literary sense because it's very like sword plays, like very phallic, for lack of a better word. (laughs) um But like watching it, I wanted to giggle. I really did. I was like, this is stupid. He looks like (laughs) such an idiot
0: and with the mustache the mustache god that was that was a bad call
1: um so what were your favorite moments from the movie
0: oh god um i love it well i can tell you one of my least favorite moments <laughs> okay was the the sheep um, oh god no gabriel losing his herd
1: that to me is more t- traumatic than the her, fanny and the baby dying <laughs> i was like <laughs> oh yeah. And then he shoots the dog.
2: Then
0: he shoots the dog. And it was like, oh. 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 Oh brutal. It's just brutal. I mean, it 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 demonstrates the brutality and how quick one's fortunes can change. They can change on a dime. Yeah.
1: You're at the mercy of fate out there, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, they're they're basically they're Fates take a complete one eighty <laughs> both of
1: them I really like um the the fire scene, which is um you know when Gabriel's walking oh, yeah. along and he, see, he you see the fire from a distance and then he sort of like walks into mm-hmm. the complete chaos and all of the people running around and everything its just so beautifully filmed Mm -hmm. and also another example of the complete fuckery of that lifestyle like you could lose everything Mm -hmm. in a second everybody's like screaming about like saving the barn saving the barn Mm -hmm. that's like one of those things do you think like maybe they should have included some of this shit in poldark as well because they were always going on about the the mine and stuff in season one, they were like anxious for the pilchards, but like you never really got the whole, uh, anxiety of the farming aspect of their lives ever again.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, you know, at the very beginning, you know, you see, you see Ross, you know, working so hard to turn things around, um, and kind of <laughs> go from, you know, basically penniless, uh, to you know, having a a workable farm. You know, it's not a prosperous farm by any stretch, but you know, at least it is um workable and um sustaining life on Nampara. Um, but you know, after you know that what takes place over the course of like two episodes,
1: yeah,
0: really. And, you know, by the end of that episode, uh, you know, Ross has enough money to be able to kinda get the get things going again at the mine.
1: One of the aspects that I think we both enjoyed from season one is the whole pastoral landscape and like mm-hmm. the farming aspects and them like mm-hmm. that just completely vanished. <laughs> Um, even in season two, uh, well, actually, there was a harvest scene. That was quite a good harvest scene. and yeah. um, yeah. But then after yeah. that, it just mm-hmm. it's just like yeah. one of those things that just completely faded off the show. And I was like,
0: Yeah, it's like we get little glimpses of it, you know. But
1: because um... I was thinking, this movie came out the same the same summer that Pollock did, and they both have that in common, like the whole mm-hmm. rural aspect. And oh, Pollock. You really dropped off in quality. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh um,
0: Lord. Um, but uh, let's see what else. Um, well, I always love a dance scene. So um, you know, of course, the Christmas, the the dancing that they had, um, the Christmas scene. Yes, but there was a bunch of gay frivolity going on um during the during the earlier the during the earlier part of the the film too which i quite enjoyed um i thought the costumes were beautiful oh
1: yes i i was posting about the costumes on instagram just like some of the most gorgeous pieces you'll see and
0: the leather riding jacket that
1: she wears
0: so beautiful
1: And I like that she wears it over and over again throughout the film. I really hate when you see a costume Mm -hmm. and they wear it once. And I'm like, how rich is this bitch? She can't have an outfit for every day. Except in Emma where it is appropriate. (laughs) Um, I like that she wears it when he first sees her and then at the end. Um, I like the whole um, first bit of the movie. (laughs) Where they meet for the first time and he like courts her. Showing her yeah. his farm and he's like, mm-hmm. This is George, this is old George and they're like chilling on a sheet. Uh, I
0: loved that part.
1: And when he proposes and he's like, <laughs> um Yeah I've never, I've never asked anyone to marry me before and she's like, Good <laughs> that, that that's what a girl wants to hear. <laughs> that's kinda of the yeah. kind of the
0: thing you want to hear, you know? You're like, oh you're not just running around proposing to people. And he
2: gives Willy her a nilly. lamb.
1: Oh I know. I'm not saying yes to any man who doesn't give me a lamb. <laughs> so cute. Oh man.
0: Oh man. Um are you interested in seeing the earlier adaptation? I mean, it's got Julie Christie in it, which, you know.
1: I was, you know, apparently it was nominated for an Oscar, so I was like, woo. And Yeah. But I th- like one of the posters made it look like it was like kind of a love triangle or something like they've tried well not a triangle this is more of a square at this point uh maybe a, yeah. a pentagon if you count fanny <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, it it's it's a love some kind of geometrical shape it is confusing <laughs> um yeah and i think like from the looks of it they've gone in like more of a wild child, country girl who can't be tamed uh. um, direction with Bachelor. hmm Which would be I interesting. Um, I think, like, kind of why I like this version is that Carrie Mulligan's, like, not that really. She's kind of refined. She has a completely mm-hmm. different vibe. Um Yeah. Yeah. And- despite the fact that she's like riding a stride in public and being like, I'm never going to marry. <laughs> like there's something about her that just seems like really level headed. Yeah. Uh, I find like, that's like more of an interesting choice and it gives the character a mm-hmm. little bit more depth. So I'd be like kind of weary of watching the older version. Cause I just think it would be a bit like mm. of an archetype rather than like a fully fleshed out character.
0: Oh, 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 oh God. I'm I'm looking at pictures, you know, and whew, found one of uh, of uh, um, our dear Matthias <laughs> at the UK premiere and he's clean shaven and his hair's trimmed and he's just and he's in this suit and oh oh lord. Okay. I'm gonna stop <laughs> that right now because um, you I distracted, I really won't be able to I I am hella distracted right now. Um honestly he's just so hot. I know. I know. I, I know. Oh, was, there, was there anything you didn't like besides the the loss of the shepherd?
1: Um
0: I mean I I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was beautifully shot but it was just it was horrible.
1: Uh one criticism of the film um I would say that it felt like on second watch it, like, feels, like, really long to watch, because you're just waiting for the <laughs> when they get back together. Um, but he also, like, to me, is, it felt like a lot of it was, like, abridged and just, like, a lot of shortcuts were taken. Mm-hmm. I think, in part, because... Well, yeah,
0: we, we get a gap, we, we, we miss we miss seven years, <laughs> apparently.
1: Well, that, that happens in, well, there's, like, a, the whole thing with, as we mentioned earlier in Wikipedia corner, um, the way the story's written was um, like episodic in nature, so there were there is yeah. a lot of like jumping in time generally, and I think personally, I think it would lend itself more to a TV miniseries than a film. Mm hmm. Because in a film, you need that more of a good. N- you need more of a straightforward narrative in a film rather than feeling like you're skipping. It just feels kind yeah. of disjointed. Um, but they've, I don't, looking at the um, film list of this, they've never done a TV miniseries. And I'm just like, please, someone, this makes sense. Someone, Listen please to me. do this.
0: Yes. Yes. It, that would be good. That would be a good one.
1: Also, nobody had a West County accent, which is weird. Like, <laughs> every. Yeah, where is this supposed to take place? Dorset. Apparently. Um oh, all of Hardy's work is right. set that's in the right. West County. He like calls okay. it Wessex or something in the in in his books, hmm. but that uh-huh. that's not a real place anymore. That was like when the Anglo Saxons lived here. They had like right. So I live in Essex and he would have been in mm-hmm. Wessex. Wessex. Okay. So it's on the west of the Sooks. Um, doesn't make <laughs> sense. And there's still the Sussex, actually. Yeah, there's an Essex and a Sussex, but there's no Essex. Uh, no more Wessex. Okay. Technically, Cornwall <laughs> would Cornwall would have been in Wessex. Um, yeah. This is kind of like three counties over, but still on the south coast. Ah. Uh, okay. So. Okay. That's why some of the farmers you could hear like were trying a West County like uh, accent, <laughs> but you don't really hear it a lot. And then you're like, why is Gabriel's so posh. Like, why do they all sound they're from, like, London? Like, they could be having tea with the Queen <laughs> in a drawing room. You're, It's just weird when you actually think about it.
2: <laughs>
1: oh, but I gosh. think the director's Danish, so we can't give him too much of a hard time, you know.
0: Uh, what would you give this adaptation out of ten? Uh,
1: eight and a half. Mm. Okay. Because, like, again, like I said, so, like, watching it the second time around, I was like, "This is two hours long, and I really feel it." <laughs> <laughs> just get to the bit where they together again, <laughs> you know. But everything, like, it's good. It's good. I, I just get impatient with movies. You know that. What would you give it? I'd give it a
0: nine. I mean, I thought it was. I thought it was beautifully done. The performances were fantastic. Um, you know. It's a 10 out of 10 for scenery because, you know, Beautiful. how much I love the West Country. Um, uh, but yeah, 9
1: out of 10. Did you think the ending was kind of like a Pride and Prejudice ripoff, though, with the sunbeam, like, between their faces? <laughs> I was
2: like, are you
1: allowed to do that? It was made the same year, wasn't it? 2015? Uh, Pride and Prejudice was... Two thousand and five. So it's ten years later. Oh shit! Okay. Oh god. Yeah.
2: Ten years. Wow.
1: You know, it's been fifteen years since we had a Pride and Prejudice adaptation. Like that's the longest we've ever gone. Oh come on, as people. a society.
0: Come on, people. Somebody, somebody, get on that.
1: <laughs>
0: Please. Even I would even take a, a modern version of it.
1: Oh, I think we've made a few of those recently. But I mean I
0: mean not something that is kind of based on the the um, the structure oh. of Pride and Prejudice, you know, which, you know, all romantic comedies are basically So not
1: a Lizzie Bennett's yeah. diaries. Oh, well yeah.
0: That does that counts as a Pride and Prejudice since yeah. two thousand five. So ugh,
1: I like the historical aspect of it. I don't think as much as I like the Lizzie Bennett diary, some of it just doesn't really make sense outside of history. <laughs> I'm like, why do we care so much about your sister's honor? She's a grown woman! <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. But, you know, Wincombe's always in. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's Plus, universal. you know,
0: just the, the fucking mind games that, that he puts um, poor Lydia through in that adaptation.
1: Yeah, but it feels a bit no, different because Gigi yeah. wasn't underage. <coughs> anyway, we've got wildly <laughs> off anyhow. topic. We need to do our inbox. Yeah, we sure did.
0: <laughs> we sure did. Okay. Sorry,
1: everyone. Um, Let's well, get to I mean... <laughs> inbox. Our first one said, hello. Hello, ladies. Hello. Thank you so much hello, for ladies. the continuous content throughout this bizarre time. The world may be on fire. But I wouldn't know because I'm in my happy place with all these period dramas. It's been an absolute joy listening and following along with you these last few months. You've given us some much-needed distraction and entertainment. I only have two suggestions for you, as previous emails have pretty much tackled everything. But as Rita loudly professed her desire to see more James Norton in period dramas, I'm surprised no one has suggested... (laughs) The three-part mini-series "Death Comes to Pemberley," a whodunit murder mystery right. based on Austen's *Pride and Prejudice* characters. It also stars a beautiful Ellen, Eleanor Tomlinson as Georgiana Darcy, Matthew Good Bay, as Mister Douchebag with yes. himself, and Jenna Coleman as Lydia <laughs> Bennet. But I must confess, this series has has ruined me. I can no longer imagine Mr. Darcy as anyone other than Matthew Reese. That's right. I said it. What? Come at me, or you Firth and McFadden stands. I'll take you all. What? A bold statement. And I approve. That is a
0: seriously bold statement. You agree?
1: I approve of anybody having an opinion that this strong. Because you know I'm opinionated. Um, well, that's true. That's true. Uh, but Matthew Reese—I mean, I wouldn't. His hair. His his hair completely distracted me in Death. Toms I of don't Beverly. think that um, Firth's hair is much better. <laughs> if I'm going to be honest, Firth's hair is very curly and weird in the original, <laughs> the 1995 version. Anyway, I, yeah,
0: I think it was. I think it was the waviness of it that was just like. Mm,
1: what, what? Some people have hair. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. At least okay. it wasn't a wig. <laughs> That's all we can say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Uh, yes. my
1: second suggestion is the nineteen ninety-eight Hornblower series based on the books written by C.S. Forrester. The series follows a Royal Navy officer, Horatio Hornblower, played by baby faced Ian Guff Gufford? Oh I Grufford? Oh my god, fucking Irish Welsh i think he's welsh this is a welsh name fuck you yeah i was gonna say that
0: looks welsh
1: (laughs) fuck you wales just kidding you're lovely No, no no we we love wales you're doing better than england uh through (laughs) it follows him through the french revolution and the neoponic wars there's an eight movie length episode (laughs) Oh my god that's a lot. But as they all stand alone oh, there's no wow. pressure to watch them all. Then again if this pandemic keeps going you slash we probably won't have much else to do. <laughs> 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 thank you again. Stay safe, wear a mask, wash your hands etc etc. And this is from Tegan. Thank you Tegan.
0: Oh thank you so much Tegan.
1: Um, we-, we are definitely putting them on the list. Um, Eight episodes is a lot but I do find that guy hot so it's a possibility
0: <laughs> yeah the possibilities are endless um uh death Comes to Pemberley on the list Yes.
1: Too? I mean we might as well
0: yeah 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 I'd watch it again I've watched it uh, I've uh, yeah them, me too So
1: it's I always forget like... who the killer is though <laughs> i <I'm... laughs> <laughs> In the first episode, I'm like, who did it again? Who's the killer? And then by by the second episode, I'm like, oh, yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, awesome. Okay. So, um, uh, hi, lovely podcasters. Thanks again, or thanks for reading my email last week. It's so fun to hear your reaction. I came across an interesting connection between the true story of Belle and Jane Austen. And uh, she sent us a link uh, to an article by Christine Kenyon-Jones for the Jane Austen Society of North America, which traces the links between the famous portrait that inspired Bell and Jane Austen's Mansfield Park. It suggests that this portrayal of unequal cousinhood within the context of the slave trade, may have influenced Austen's treatment of these subjects in her novel. Um, it's a great article, so we'll uh, tweet it out to you for those of you who are interested uh, in reading about it. I think that 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 is... Uh, that's a, a, an awesome uh, tie-in. I think that's really, really cool. Um, I didn't realize the true story, Bell, is based on... Um, may have influenced Jane in her writing of Mansfield Park and potentially Sanditon, although part of what they mentioned about Sanditon is Andrew Davies, not Jane. That's for sure. Um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, Also, when I mentioned North and South, I was referring to the Elizabeth Gaskill story. (sighs) Uh, Not the one from the 80s about the Civil War. I did watch the one from the 80s a few years ago. Patrick Swayze was from the South. Sad emoji face.
1: <laughs> I know. Yeah.
0: Um, it was okay. Uh, Will Patrick Swayze, um, uh, well, Patrick Swayze was more than okay <laughs> to watch, but I wouldn't want to watch it again. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Patrick Swayze, Swayze R.I.P. R.I.P. Patrick R. P. Swayze. Um, yeah. Uh, stay safe and keep the podcasts coming. Uh, this is from Carol, otherwise known as Love Me a Period Drama. Thank you, Carol. Thank you, Carol. And we will we'll be sure to send out that
1: oh that link. I'm what, just like it? really like mourning the fact that Patrick Swayze is the bad guy, or if there is,
0: just... yeah. Oh yeah.
1: yeah. That goes my opportunity to enjoy this. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> But
0: it's like yeah, completely
1: no, ruined not now. Not gonna happen. Right.
0: Um, yeah. Um, shall we put, um, North and South, the Gaskill version of our sure. list? For sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, if we're if we're contemplating watching
1: Horatio <laughs> Hornblower,
0: um, <laughs> we can manage North and South.
1: I've never even heard of Horatio Hornblower, which... Really? Oh. No. When did it co- yeah. come out? Um,
0: I haven't watched it, but, um... Uh, it looks like it came
1: out in 98. Okay, so I was eight. That might be why.
0: (laughs) Oh, God. That's so depressing. (laughs) Oh, Lord. I was mumble mumble years old. So, anyway. (laughs) But uh, but yes, um, Horatio Hornblower, I remember when it came out, I, and I didn't watch it, but um, I do remember seeing the um, the um, trailers and things like that and going, ooh. <laughs> I'm
1: giggling it. Hello. <laughs> ooh, wait, I think I've sort of vaguely seen, like, images of this before.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, you know, talk about an opportunity for costume deliciousness.
1: Oh God! This man is this the man that plays Ross's son? What's his name? Jeremy. I'm pretty sure this is the man that plays Jeremy Pollock.
0: Oh, in the the um, Terrible. single episode of um, a Stranger from the Sea, I think so.
1: Well, that's a crossover. Now we have to do it. <laughs> oh God! No. <laughs> you've not seen it you might like it you might like
0: it don't make me i've heard it's horrible
1: Uh, uh, okay well just just get drunk before you watch it It it'll you can laugh at it (laughs) oh man
0: oh geez uh an older adaptation um had gregory peck as horatio yeah i was
1: just seeing that Going, I Whoa. recognize that face. I love Gregory Peck.
0: Uh, yeah, that gorgeous, gorgeous the face. The cheekbones, the jaw. Oh, cheekbone in the cheekbone, in and the eyebrows. Oh, yeah. He's got the best eyebrows. <laughs> okay. okay,
1: distracted again. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> that is all from us in this week's mini We'll be back next week where we will be watching 2013's Belle. Michelle you can't get out of it now Um, if you have any other (laughs) suggestions about what we should be watching or do you just want a chat then please get in contact you can message us on our blog email us at at gmail.com, or find us on all your social medias except TikTok because you know (laughs) and we're at (laughs) poldockfancast and as ever do us a favour rate and review us on Apple Podcasts thank you for listening, stay safe stay at home wear a mask wear a mask mask. wash your hands woman camera (laughs) potato phone I don't know I can't remember what Donald Trump said all those things goodbye (laughs) goodbye